0: How are you on this beautiful day or evening, depending on when you're listening to this. I hope that wherever you are, you can take a moment here to just breathe in and breathe out and show gratitude for the breath that comes to nourish the body. Hmm. All right, so to start our episode, we're going to go with the Roulette of Poems by Hafez. And this poem is called That Tree We Planted. Beloved Master, that tree we planted near the spot that became your tomb has grown so well that it is now several times my height. When the season comes, that makes its leaves bow and whirl. Hafez will then sleep upon the ground, hoping in at least a dream, you will kiss my cheek again. Hmm. What a beautiful poem, what a beautiful gesture to acknowledge the spot of the beloved's tomb and to see the devotion the dedication that Hafez has by sleeping right upon the ground and hoping to be woken up again by the beloved. I just love trees in general, but I love this image of the tree. It just makes me feel so good. And it is fall. Right. So we're paying a lot more attention to the trees, at least in the northeast, where the leaves are changing color, gently falling to the ground. To be then dissolved into the earth, returning to its roots. And so the cycle of life is and always will be. It's funny. my oldest is in high school and she was putting together a presentation for her biology class and she went over it with me what i loved about it and this is the part that that i thought was like yes um she was talking about matter and one of the things she said in her presentation is that matter is never destroyed it is recycled but it is never destroyed. So it can be rearranged into other things, but it's never destroyed. How fascinating is that? I mean, from a spiritual perspective, this is something I was already aware of, but to see that science is now also making this claim makes me so happy. Um, But also to think like even things that we burn, let's say paper, we burn that, burn that to ash, that ash doesn't, get destroyed you think about the molecules and then further down to atoms they don't disappear at least they might to our naked eye but they don't disappear they just merely become recycled they become part of the air they become rearranged into other molecules to be other things it is really cool just to think about that stuff um and to think about that through the lens of of death, um, to really, truly grasp the concept that death is not a final thing. I mean, we as humans perceive it to be, right? But if we're thinking about the scientific statement that matter does not die, that is not destroyed, doesn't that feel a little comforting when we deal with death? Yes, yes you know, when it is the death of loved ones, not our own death, we miss them, we feel their absence heavily, and we grieve their absence. But to imagine that they are not dead, just merely rearranged, might provide a little comfort. Anyway, I wanted to share that that was really lovely. But what I wanted to talk about today is um, healing. Uh, this is the first of a three-part series on finding some joy in healing Uh, and so for this first episode I've wanted to address this myth of healing being too hard you know sometimes we think that healing is too hard and then we don't want to do it we don't have the time we don't want to go through the pain of reliving whatever traumas we're going through or pains um, that we've experienced to do the healing work. We just want to be comfortable in our discomfort and go on our merry way. So for example, it's, um, it's like, let's say you, I don't know, break your thumb, Right. I don't know what you're doing, but you break your thumb and you're like, oh, you know, it's okay, it's fine. It's not, it's not bleeding. I mean, the pain is tolerable. I mean, it really hurts, but it's tolerable. I'll just, I just won't move it. I'll make my own splint. I'm not gonna go to the doctor. And so that healing becomes really, really slow, but then it's also painful um, because the proper care wasn't given to it. And so if we can apply that analogy To our spiritual healing, our emotional healing, you know, what whatever healing we need to do, isn't it worth it to approach the healing journey with eyes of compassion, with eyes of tenderness towards ourselves, and to say, Hey, we've got this. You know we can handle this healing might be uncomfortable but it's not too hard that you don't do it and the reason some people think that healing is too hard is because subconsciously they are comfortable where they are they are comfortable with the discomfort they're comfortable with suffering you know my teacher Mahan Rishi when I first started studying with him Um, he said once in our, one of our training sessions, suffering is a choice. And I was like, what you telling me that I'm choosing this, that I'm choosing to suffer, that I'm choosing pain. I don't think so. Like you're crazy. You know, I was thinking who in their right mind is going to choose suffering? Nobody. But if you think about it at the subconscious level, right, it is more, comforting to stay in what's familiar. So some of us might be living with our traumas, our pains for some time now for years, or sometimes we don't even know we're living with it, that we're just tolerating it. You know, often, when we don't have awareness, and we're just in the unconscious, we don't even register how painful our our traumas might be. And so the idea of changing that feels scary feels like, no way. There's no way. Why would I want to do that? It feels hard. And it doesn't have to be. That's what I wanted to address in this episode. It doesn't have to be hard. It can be a gentle invitation to say, hey, let's take a look at what's ailing you. Let's go slow. Let's really examine it. Let's also support ourselves trusting that we've got this that we have the inner wisdom to handle whatever is coming our way i feel like there's a lot of overthinking in our society today um, over analyzing you know they they call it analysis paralysis and so nothing gets done <laughs> but when we use our heads what often happens is that nothing actually gets done Our egos will talk us out of anything that has to do with growth or evolution. And so it's important for us to first approach ourselves with some gentleness, some kindness, some compassion. And then to look at our egos and to do the same. To hug it, you know, to cuddle with it. Our egos are not our enemies. Our egos just sometimes forgets its place. Ego's place is not the driver's seat. Ego's place is either in the passenger seat or preferably in the back seat, right? Because what ego does is it tends to overprotect us. And then what happens is that our inner knowing, our inner wisdom gets buried in all the blah, 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 that the ego says. And so what we do is we're like, oh, the louder voice is the one who's right. So ego, I will listen to you. Yes, we are not going to do any healing because right now we're good. We're surviving. We're good. We don't want to do anything else because we don't know what's going to happen if we move through this discomfort. What if it doesn't work? What if we don't heal? What if it gets worse? You know, all these things start popping up. But that's because we've forgotten to listen to ourselves, to our inner knowing. We've forgotten that we can trust that we have the tools within us to do the healing work. I mean, on a physical level, let's just start there. The body is a miracle. If given the proper support, and I'm not talking about manufactured chemicals created in a lab. I'm talking about community support. I'm talking about knowledge of the body, of natural processes of the body. If the body has the proper support and care and love, love is always important. The body can heal itself. And we all know this from paper cuts, right? The skin repairs itself. How? I don't freaking know. But it works, right? You get a paper cut and you can choose to put a bandaid on it or not. But you get a paper cut over a few days, starts to repair itself and then it's gone. How amazing. And so this whole wisdom of the body is not just for things like paper cuts. I really believe that if there is an imbalance with the proper support, the body's able to bring itself back into balance. It's just that we've gone too far down that chemical rabbit hole, artificial chemical rabbit hole, that we have forgotten the miracle that our body is. And so... Mm -hmm. Healing isn't too hard. It's the work of remembering that needs to happen. It's the work of peeling back the layers of conditioning that has not served us. Conditioning that just wants to keep us a prisoner of our minds. So I invite you to consider, one, what is your hurt? What is your trauma? You may know, you may not know. You don't have to tell me, just tell yourself, identify it, give it a name. Because when we name things, then they become more tangible, more concrete. And when things become more concrete, you're able to address it, you're able to hold it, to solve it, to love it, to hug it, whatever you need to do. And yeah, I know, I'm asking you to hug your trauma. How weird is that, right? Like, what are you talking about, lady? But when you're friends with your pains, when you can embrace those parts of yourself, then you will be able to transmute that into something that blooms like a flower. You will transmute those spots of hurt and trauma into something that will help you flourish. Sounds crazy, but it works. I've seen it, I've experienced it. So name your trauma, that's the first thing. The second thing is to examine the stories that you got around healing. You know, where do those beliefs come from? why is healing so hard? Part of it could be, you know, we're trying to do it on our own and that's always a tough thing to do. But sometimes it's just the choice of, well, I'm really comfortable where I'm sitting. I don't want to move. I like the view from where I'm, you know, from where I am. This is great. I don't need to heal. I'm good. Thanks. And when that conversation comes into your head, we forget about the possibilities of life that lie before us. We forget how to imagine a life pain free. Imagine that. Imagine what life would be like if you were pain free. What would you be capable of? How awesome would that be? So yeah, I just want to invite you to think about healing as not hard. Why don't you flip that script on its head? See what happens. Invite yourself to consider what healing might look like, what it might feel like, what it smells like. And then imagine possibilities for your life without this pain and this trauma. What is possible? And so, I will close this episode, which is just the beginning of a conversation. I'm going to close it with this poem by Eileen Tabios. It comes from the anthology, The World I Leave You, Asian American Poets on Faith and Spirit. This is called, Maganda Begins. And here's a little epigraph. Maganda is not just a Tagalog word that means beautiful. Maganda is also the name of the first woman in the Filipino creation myth. My love, if words can reach whatever world you suffer in, listen, I have things to tell you at this muffled end to another year I prowl somber streets holding you in my head this violence a violent gaze you with dusk arrives rain drifting a slant like premature memory am I the one who suddenly cleared these streets my love all our hours are curfew hours. What I offer is this dying fish into whose gullet I have thrust my thumb. Why did you lose all alleluia's? My love, listen. And I invite you to listen deeply in your inner most being in your heart. Listen for the messages. And then if you feel motivated, take action. See what happens. Action is information. Listen. And on that note, the divine light in me bows to the divine light in you. Until next time, namaste. Healing is so necessary for women writers of color. Whether we know it or not, our traumas hold us back from expressing and becoming our truest selves. How can we be more present to this? How can we create new ways of understanding our hurts so that we can heal them and step into our life's purpose with radiance? Follow me on Instagram for messages of healing and support as you walk this journey that brings you home to yourself. Find me at this handle, at Surya Gian Yogi, S U R Y A G I A N Y O G I. Or visit my website to learn more at SuryaGian.com. Your best healed life starts now.